Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're planning a meeting, conference, or special event in Missoula, consider the Wingate by Wyndham. Our event space is comfortable and flexible. Whether you need an intimate boardroom meeting or a conference war 100, Missoula's Wingate is the perfect fit. Our audio-visual equipment, upgraded internet, and flexible food and beverage policies allow you to put on an impressive show without breaking the bank. Call us at Missoula's Wingate, where we make you feel at home when you're not. Hi, Carolyn. How are you? Sorry. Hello. I'm great. How are you? It's Friday. I'm I'm wonderful too. I'm glad the first thing that you've done is apologize. I don't know why. Sorry was the word that was. Well, I'm Canadian, so it's oh, right. what you do. Um, <laughs> right. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's fine. It's for you. Forgiven. All Thank is forgiven. You. We're Thank happy you. to have you here. Uh, once again, a, a weekly recap uh, on the sports world through the lens uh, that is very blurry uh, of sports, namely from you. Correct. Okay, so what do we got? Well, the Bears and the Packers played last night. They sure did. What a game. What a great game. Colter High. Minus the 7-3. It's like 1905. The Packers are out winning with defense. How's that happening? I feel vindicated. Yesterday on the show, I said the Bears are going to take the biggest nosedive of any team in the you NFL. Did. You did. They are off to a resoundingly great start. How I, dare you? I mean, if you for one second can even look at Mitch Trubisky and say, I trust that guy, you just don't know. There you go. I don't even know. Judgments who you're based about. on the, your face. <laughs> of course. I mean, your boy has the worst face in the league. And that's why they went 4 and 12 last year because Aaron Rodgers being a crybaby. Oh, he's such a crybaby. He looks like this. You two are pathetic. Okay. Great. We're on the radio. You're making the face at me. Um, okay, well, anyway, Bears-Packers. Last Bears night, Packers. yes, let's talk well, all about it. the real news story from the Bears-Packer game is the what the mic caught a player saying uh-huh. on the sideline. Yes, <laughs> the hot mic, the ever-present boom microphone over the, uh, the sideline and uh, a... Very revealing conversation was being had and not edited and uh, made its way on air during, by the way, a moment where the broadcasters were not speaking because it was just like a punt. 
that yeah, was happening. Yeah, it was beautifully. I mean, you couldn't have written it better. Well, we we're I'm. I don't know whether we're at liberty or not, but I am choosing not to re-air that here. You can go look it I up for Google yourself if you're giggle. interested, if you missed it. I would like that player to come forward and well, I don't show think, his face. I don't think that, I bet everybody knows who it is. Well, I don't know who I don't it is. I don't know who it is. No, no, you don't know who it is, but you don't know who Mitch Trubisky is either. So Ooh. that's, yes, yes. You, you're here over here insulted of us making fun of the Bears, and you don't even know the team's quarterback. So enough with this this faux fandom. Yeah. Did you watch the Brett Favre commercial before the game? I heard about it, but no, I didn't. The watch two it. SNL guys sitting there yeah. saying Ditka, that's you the and Bears. every other Bears fan. The Bears. They they create their own series that's named Mary Pat, and it has revisionist history for everything. <laughs> This is where the Vikings fan and the and the Packers fan come together in our mutual hatred of the of, of the non-knowing Bears. Fans. I was thinking about this last night. The Bears are for sure my least favorite team in the NFL. No way, no way. I don't agree with that. I don't Who's agree with that. Who's your least favorite? The Cowboys and then oh, the Dolphins. See, see, here's the thing though: is that what the what the Cowboys got now, including Jalen Smith? I like the Cowboys way better yeah. than Jaden Smith, Will Smith's son. Jalen, we oh. did hijack her segment here and actually started talking sports, which we're not really supposed to do at this particular moment. That's okay. Uh, so, in any case, uh, yeah. So, you want to find out the identity of the individual? I want to know about the individual. I try to look up other hot mic moments because I figured there'd be tons. There are, and I, I. Couldn't really find anything really good. It is interesting, actually, because, you know, everybody wants to get offended over everything now, but also everybody wants more access, and you can't have them both. Like, you can get more access, and then you're going to hear all of the things like what we heard last night uh, on uh, on the thing or after the Stanley Cup uh, championship and all of the excited but, you know, illicit F-bombs that are being dropped. They're putting Mike's Coulter in the cups at, like, at PGA events. Ew. In their cups? Stop. Stop. <laughs> you are, see, that is just, that's not even real right there what you're doing. That's, yes, yes. So you can hear, so you can hear the ball land in it and roll around. But that you is also really hear, up close and personal. But you hear the guys talking, though, too. Yeah. Like, the, like, if you miss a putt, Coulter. Do you want that to go out over the air? Oh, no. What no, do you right. think? No, 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 that's what I'm saying, though. But you that's where we're no different from yeah, Jordan right, Speed right, that does it. Right. Like, if they miss a putt, they actually got money riding on it. You and I, we just, you know. I thought golf was civilized. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well. Take a look at this week's ESPN The Body Issue with Brooks Kepka and let me know if it's civilized. I don't even know who you're talking about. Okay. What else you got, <laughs> Carolyn? It's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> No clue. Um, so there's a soccer player, Carly Lloyd. Yes, and great she, soccer player. She uh, kicked with I don't know who. She kicked a football and yes. made a, and made a field goal. And I, people think, were, I think it was like I honestly I think it was like a 55 yard field goal yes, that she kicked. It was absolutely Although, made it um, rain. So people are talking about having her, you know, join the NFL. Mm-hmm. I'm just curious your opinion on this. Well, she said she she said like ahead of or after that like that she was not interested even in like trying out but maybe she would be like next yeah. year or something like that there have been a couple female kickers specifically that have like been at whether it was an NFL camp or like a pro day or something like that uh, none of them have been successful enough to kind of grant a further look but Carly Lloyd's like I mean, she's one of the greatest kickers on earth. I mean, she's like a straight, that's what she does, straight kicker. 
Right. You know? So I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm always for that to see what happens, whether she would be able to beat out, you know, any, you know, college kicker who's, you know, being not, not drafted usually, but, you know, being looked at professionally is an open question. Because even though she's got the leg, there's a little, there's, there's a lot of technique and all of that stuff to it. But well, have at it. What I read today was that she took four steps before her kick. Yeah. You're only supposed to take two. And it's not like she had a bunch of dudes rushing her. Right. You know, the so wor- my really- worry would be in the event of a block, what's going to happen to Carly Lloyd? Yeah. Oh, it's bad news. Yeah. So that's my only issue with it. I, I kind of think great- that actually nothing would really happen to her if, she, if a kick got blocked, you know? Like she'd just be, like she'd just hit the deck and like. Duck? The, the, Unless she went for the tackle. Don't. Let him score the touchdown. I mean, it. That would be that that, but I just don't think that's going to happen. Well, but I think it's a I think it would be a long shot for her to make a team, but that is much better than saying no shot, which I would normally say in a scenario like this. Like but if Carly I went Lloyd, out and did it, like you, okay. or yours truly, who also like of all the things I couldn't do, kicking a football. Hmm. Interesting. Definitely no. All right. I have a bad foot, and I'm not flexible. Oh, yeah. Those are two bad combinations. You're not going to be kicking a football. No, I won't right. be. Right. Speaking of flexible kickers, how about the Packers' six foot six, twelve year old punter who can kick himself in the face, and he's legitimately a sixth grader he, facially. He actually was drafted, which does not happen very often. I think they got him out in of the middle fifth school? round. <laughs> I mean, I it looks like he's out grade. of middle school. No, he's out of Alabama, but <laughs> yeah, the, the guy's six six and he can kick himself in the face. Yes, his fall through his knee hits him in the face. Wow. Uh, you know who else can do that? My son. Really? Whammo. Well, that's going to last for about. Uh, Six Three more, more months. That depends on how many bananas and tacos yeah, all, he eats. All of them. Wow. Uh, okay. <laughs> Carolyn? I have one last little thing to say. Let's hear it. It's kind of serious. Okay. <laughs> As we're getting into the sports season for local kids and high schoolers and whatnot. Yes. I feel like a lot of people are really serious about their high school sports. And I'm totally, I think being on a team... Is it a really important thing? You are, the people should know you are a mother to two boys. I am a mother to two boys. Not in high school Not yet. Not in high school. But okay. just, I'm, I'm around a lot of parents with kids that are playing sports right now. Mm-hmm. And let them have fun. Let them be teenagers. Let them enjoy the game. I'm so, I see these kids that have been like practicing nonstop since they were eight, the same sport, blowing out their shoulders, blowing out their knees. And I just, you know, I want everyone to, Get back to the heart of the sport. <laughs> Open up a bottle of Two Sisters and R-E-L-A-X, right? That's right. Uh, how are they going to get a scholarship, Carolyn? <laughs> That's right, How's my, my kid going to be the best of all time if he's not out there grinding away? You mean a goat? I just learned that. Yes. Last How's week. he going to be a goat? Um, Because he, being well-rounded is more important. Mm. I mean, I'm down for a scholarship, but mm. you need to have like a mix of and a life. I like being well-rounded, but only literally. <laughs> you get it? You get it? <laughs> you do. I That's do. why your son's going to have a full ride, because he's going to be in sports like sumo wrestling. That's right. It's easy. It's an easy sport to get a full ride in. Carolyn, as always, it was something. Thank you for being here. Hey, anytime. There you go. Carolyn, a chick who doesn't know about sports, helping us out as always on a Friday. Brought to us by the Missoula Winery and Event Center, Book your holiday party now at the Missoula Winery and Event Center online at missoulawineryandeventcenter.com. 5646 Harrier Drive.
over 3,000 square feet of event space out there. They got Tattoo Girl Wine, which has three different wines rated 89 or above by Wine Enthusiasts, which is the go-to ratings. It's a great spot for any sort of party, whether it's a graduation party, holiday party, or anything else. Go to MissoulaWineryAndEventCenter.com. All the contact information is there. Give them a call. They have special rates for nonprofits and a variety of different parties that they can help you out with. So go to MissoulaWineryAndEventCenter.com today for your holiday party needs. NFL, full Sunday on Sunday. Everything you need to know next. Well, hello there, my friends. Ryan Tutel here, and you probably know that Blackfoot is a local partner for internet, voice, and professional services that helps businesses just like yours all around the state of Montana. But maybe you don't know just how much they're actually doing. You couldn't even imagine how many miles, yes, miles, like hundreds of miles of fiber optic cable they are laying across the state of Montana and specifically now in Bozeman and the Gallatin Valley near St. Ignatius and several other regions to increase the connectivity and speed in which we can communicate to that of light. That's right, fiber optics, they work with light. Did you know that? Quite a lesson if you want to go study it. I encourage you to do so. Hey, go visit GoBlackfoot.com and see what it is that they're up to. I think you'll be amazed at all of the work that is being done just so that we can talk quickly with each other and do things like, I don't know, listen to a Tutel Nuanas podcast. 866-541-5000 to give them a call or online at GoBlackfoot.com. You can click the link in the description while you're listening and just check out what they're up to. Support the ones who support us, Blackfoot. Welcome back to Tell Nuanas, 1029 ESPN Radio, broadcasting live from the Kurtz Polaris Studios. Kurtz Polaris at 2904 West Broadway in Missoula, Highway 83 and Sealy Online at KurtzPolaris.com. If you missed anything in the first hour, listen on the podcast. The podcast available on the TuneIn Radio app and on iTunes and on Spotify and everywhere that you get your podcasts. Go check out the Two Tell Nuanas podcast. It's brought to us by the Wingate by Wyndham Hotel. Give us a call, too. Area code 406. 329-1899. All guests join us via the Rangage Brothers RV phone line. Uh, update. Skyview is driving. They're on the Hellgate High School 22-yard line in Hellgate. Forced a fumble, which they recovered. And the next play, Raleigh Worcester hits Ian Finch on a 76-yard touchdown. Two-point conversion, again good. 16-0. The Hellgate Knights up in game one, week one. No kicker for Hellgate or what? I mean, they should just go recruit somebody off the soccer team that won 10 0 yesterday. Well, excuse me, even if you had the greatest kicker ever, an NFL kicker, would not a two point be better than a one point on That's the true. back end of this? That's true. I, 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 and when you got a grown man playing quarterback, might as well just go over two. I think the most egregious thing in all of, of, of football is not going for two every single time. Every time. Let me ask you this. Particularly in the NFL, what is the make percentage on a field goal? Mm, 75%. Oh, it's it's more than that, isn't it? I'll bet it's 90%. Okay. Okay? 90%. That means that 45% of the time, if you go for two and you get it, you break even. Now, you're going to tell me that you can't figure out how to stick that thing in the end zone at 50% of the time or better and over the long haul come up with more points. Phil Sims always made me insane. Made me insane. Is that right? 
our producers feed me information I'm not used to. Sixty percent extra point makes. Oh, that's horrendous. I think you said field goals. Oh, sixty percent on two point conversions. Two point conversions. Okay. okay, okay, okay. That makes sense to me. So sixty percent two points conversions. What are we doing? Like, there should be an entire off season week that coaches just spend scheming up plays from the two and a half yard line. That's it. It's all you should do. There probably is. And Phil Simms sitting there go, oh, you can't chase points. Are you kidding me? It's the point of the game is to chase points. That is what you are here to do. Okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. I will survive it. Uh, but it is the NFL Sunday. So let's talk a little NFL football. Let's give the people some numbers that they can use, Coulter. And, uh, and let's play a little bit here. Uh, first of all, game one of the NFL seasons is in the books. 10-3, the final of that football game last night. A dominant win in which the Green Bay Packers outscored their opponent by fully 300%. That makes me so happy. <laughs> There's So, listen, here's the thing. I understand for those who are not Green Bay Packers fans specifically, exceptionally uh, awful for Bears fans. And there's a lot of Bears fans in this community, regrettably. Uh, You know who you are. Yes, I'm speaking directly to you. Um, but, But if you're a fan of any one of the 30 other teams in the NFL and you don't really care about the Packers or the Bears, uh, that game last night was just horrendous. Just, I mean... There was some there. Both the the Bears have a legitimately great defense, a great defense. Yep. And the Packers looked like they had the greatest defense of all time, which we know is not the case. It also, though, was not enough to just have great defenses because there was incompetent offense being played in both directions in that football game, all over the place. I mean, it, uh, Green Bay went for, I think, negative 14 yards in the first quarter. And that's like three or four possessions. It's not like the Bears held the ball for 13 minutes. And it's a, a weird stat. They got multiple looks and went backwards over and over and over. So not a good look for Matt LeFleur in his first shot as an offensive head coach and, and play caller. Mike Pettin, on the other hand, looked like a wizard. And he is my vote to just run everything. Great. Phenomenal. That said, a couple things out of this game. If you were me and any other Packer fan, it was one of the great games you've ever watched. One of the greatest games you've ever watched. And I'll tell you why. You think I'm kidding? I'm not kidding. I tweeted this out somewhat in jest, but not really. When was the last time, Coulter, that the Green Bay Packers won a football game, won a football game explicitly and only because of their defense? Perhaps never is the answer. I mean, it, it it they have their defense has lost them so many football games it is unthinkable, and it has always been one of their two Hall of Fame quarterbacks over the last twenty five years that has been there to to bail them out if there was going to be any bailing out at all. And last night, the Green Bay Packers, except for two minutes at the beginning of the second quarter, could do squadouche. And their defense went absolutely lights out. And I will say this. 
if the Packers defense is legit, the Green Bay Packers are legit. The Green Bay Packers could be dominant if their defense is actually good. Dominant. No, no, no. Why are you laughing? Dominant. I, I'm laughing because I do think the Packers are better on defense. Uh, number 91, I believe his name is Preston Smith. That mm-hmm. guy's a problem uh, coming off the edge. Mm-hmm. I think they drafted him a couple years ago. And, He's an SEC guy, right? Zadavian Smith, who they got from Baltimore and smash Amos on the back end of that thing. There's some players. I, mean, I love defense. Adrian Amos, for sure. Uh, I'm still not completely sold on the Packers' corners. I, I think that they have okay, but not as good as they want them well, to be. Well, what they are is young. They're young, and I, st- I don't know what their upside is. Like, Is Kevin King's actual upside as an all-pro corner? I don't think so. I think it could be okay. I think, it, I think his upside is as an okay corner. But regardless, the Packers are better on D. They are. They are. They are. Uh, they ha- look like they had more continuity across the board just from a coaching staff perspective. But again, better means what? Right? Because right. they, were, they were awful. Right. And you know the, the Packers have the last handful of years have had one of the best offensive lines in football, which is one of the underrated factors of Aaron Rodgers being one of the best quarterbacks in football. When you have one of the best offensive lines in football, then that gives you a chance, even if you don't have a brand-name running back. I think the two kids that they got as their one, two are good. I mean, Aaron Jones is fast. Uh, Jamal Williams, good vision. I mean, those guys are they're fine. But what I saw last night was just a horrifically ugly game on both sides, and it makes you wonder... When you have a guy who you know is your franchise QB, and you can, I mean, I, I don't think Mitch Trubisky's is good. Uh, I think Mitch Trubisky's got better arm talent than I thought he did. I think Mitch Trubisky's also going to fall back to earth this year. I think he's going to have a mediocre year at best. Because so I just don't know if he has the it factor, and I think that everybody's going to be coming for him. That said, he's certainly a franchise quarterback in terms of what they think of him. They're treating him as their franchise I mean, guy. They traded up to get him, right? And, and, and there's there's probably, I mean, two, I'd say I'd say there's 15 or 16 teams in the NFL that have definitive franchise quarterbacks. Regardless if those guys are actually in the top 15 or 16 quarterbacks in the league, so there's, they, they went out and they're building this thing around. This they, guy. They're going to be in on this guy until they're not, but it's going to take a little while. Yeah. And I think when you have one of those guys, you're going to look bad in the first couple weeks of the year offensively, because ironically, if you have one of those guys, that means he's not playing in the preseason. Means he's not getting reps. Mm-hmm. Means you're protecting him. He's playing seven on seven for nine months before he actually gets live reps. You're going to look bad. Even Aaron Rodgers Aaron looked Rogers. bad. Aaron Rodgers had some misses that were 100 percent and totally Aaron Rodgers, and not on hard throws. I mean, just flat bouncing the ball in there, throwing it wide at guys. Some bad, some bad, bad throws that you really don't see Aaron Rodgers make. Well, why? It's his first game in eight months. Exactly, and so. You can talk about, oh, we threw for hours on end every single day in the summer. We have all this great chemistry. It doesn't matter because it doesn't. there's no comparison to when Colomil Mack is coming off the edge at you. There's none. There's no repping that. There's no experience like it except for to do it. So I think that we're going to actually see this trend across the NFL. I expect most of the games this week to not look great. And I actually expect teams that maybe had a quarterback battle or had a young quarterback that had to play mm. to actually look better out the gates. Mm. Like Kyler Murray... He played against the Raiders in a play, in a preseason game. It was on hard knocks, and he went. You know, Kyler Murray went up to John Gruden afterwards and was like, "Man, you guys were bringing the house to me. Like, what's up with that? It's the preseason. What are you doing?" And John Gruden's like, "You better get used to it, son, because like <laughs> everybody's gonna be bringing the house at you in about three weeks." But I think that that helps. Sure, I right. think Kyler Murray maybe will probably look sharper than those guys. Maybe we'll see. I mean, well, no, they, they got a bye week, week one. They'll be fine against Detroit. <laughs> 
But you know what I'm saying. Yeah. It's ironic that maybe the, the quarterbacks that aren't franchise guys might look better because they've actually had to play football sure. the last couple sure. weeks. So I think that's one part. I also think that here's the thing we know to be true in the NFL. When there's a new concept, when there's something fresh, it takes the league as a whole a little while to solve the puzzle, oftentimes. When Robert Griffin III, when the Redskins started running the zone read, and then you know, the Panthers kind of ripped it off a little bit, the Seahawks ripped it off a little bit, it took the league collectively 10 or 12 weeks to sort of adjust to that. Then once they did, they started killing these guys, and Robert Griffin's about out the league because he's been so hurt. Russell Wilson doesn't run the ball hardly at all anymore except for as a decoy because the Seahawks realized we can't do that if we're going to pay him the money. And Cam Newton, even though he's superhuman, still is hurt almost every year because of the way that they run him. That's right. So, But regardless, I think that we've, we saw the influx of creative offensive ideas through very many different offensive minds, from Kyle Shanahan with the Falcons riding that all the way to the Super Bowl to... Matt Nagy and the Bears last year. Sean McVay is another great example. But guess what? Guess what the old school defensive coordinators do during the offseason? Figure it out. They sit there and watch Matt Nagy's film. What's your boy's name? Who's the defensive coordinator for the Packers? Mike Patton. Mike Patton. I bet you Mike Patton watched... 150 hours of Bears film this offseason. For real. (laughs) Feeling like, how are we going to kill these guys? What are we going to do to fluster these guys? So that's where greatness comes from, right? Everybody has tendencies. Everybody has trends. Everybody maybe has a great idea that they can ride, and they can ride the lightning for even a full season. And a lot of times when you ride that lightning, in the NFL, the margin of victory and the difference between making the playoffs and not is so slim. So if you have this element of surprise where people can't figure out your offense, think about the Chiefs' Alex Smiths last year before they had Patrick Mahomes. And they were running all these crazy concepts. You know, they're, they're throwing to the tight end up the skinny seam. They're throwing all these crazy backside wheel routes to Tyreek Hill. And they go 6-0 and out the gates. And then they were 6-6 six and six the rest of the year. But guess what? You banked six wins. So you're in the playoffs if you just go 500 down the stretch. So often that happens. And so even if teams are starting to figure it out towards the end of a season – We don't really acknowledge it until the next year. But that's why I said the other day that I think the Bears have a chance to come crashing back down to earth because I do think that when teams start to figure you out, that's where greatness comes from. Tom Brady's been able to defy the notion of having any sort of predictability in his career. As soon as you figure out what Tom Brady does well and take it away, he goes and shows you what else he can do well. Aaron Rodgers is so spectacular because his talent is so beyond trends. Drew Brees is so spectacular because Drew Brees' mind is to the point where he can absorb a brand new game plan every week, and there's there's no such thing as tendencies with the Saints. They do such a good job self-scouting, so there's no such thing as people identifying, here's where we're, we're going to exploit. But I just I think that the, the young coaches, that's going to be something that they have to learn. Matt Nagy and Sean McVay at the very leaders of those. Look at the Eagles. Think about how great the Eagles were, Doug Peterson, year one, and then last year they were pretty good on offense, but they were not... Nothing like Slice yep, and yep, dicing you. Yep, yep. That's what the NFL is, and I think that that's why so often when you see new, fresh ideas, they're so hot early, but how do they evolve? And that's why the greatest ones, they don't have systems. They don't play gadget football. They evolve every week, and that's what sets the best coaches and the best quarterbacks apart. Um, let's take a look at some of the numbers and some of the rest of the games here in this NFL uh, uh, opening weekend. Cleveland. A five-and-a-half-point favorite versus the Tennessee Titans. Love it. I just wanted to say that. I'm not going to say anything else about it. Here's a couple where I thought it was I thought it was surprising to me, the numbers that were put on this game. The Rams, 
are a two-point favorite at Carolina. Uh, that's a lot of respect to the Carolina Panthers. I realize, of course, that it's a West Coast to East Coast deal, and that's always a difficult you know, way to go uh, and, and, you know, the travel and the time of it. You know, it's harder because the time when you're traveling east is accelerated. Uh, is that, do I remember this right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so you, you have, I mean, it's it's later in the day, you know, and so what is a, you know, one o'clock kickoff is actually 10 a.m. or something like that in terms of what you feel it, whereas when you're traveling the other way, it actually feels later in the day, so you, you feel like you have, and you, in fact, do have more time to kind of prepare yourself physically. But that said, I mean, the Rams are the defending Super Bowl attendees from the NFC. They have, you know, th- this great offense, this great quarter. You know, they get some guys back, Cooper Cup and so forth. Great defense. They add Clay Matthews to it, even though they lose in Dominic and Sue. And the fact that they're, it's only a two-point game, I guess, is surprising to me. I actually like this number on this game because I think Carolina's a little bit better than people think. Definitely. Uh, Carolina's so, my dark horse in the NFC. See, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of with you. Like, if I, I think Carolina has is poised to be a good football team this year, and maybe this represents that. But I would have thought, like, if you're placing the line on Rams Panthers, that it's going to be Rams, you know, minus five at least. So, uh, so that's one to keep an eye on. I mean, I, I would, I would pick the Panthers straight up in that game. You got the Panthers winning. It. I do. Okay, just because of exactly what I just talked about. There is, there's massive question marks to me about the Rams early. Everybody studied that offense for the whole, whole offseason. Yep. So they're going to throw some stuff that Sean McVay hasn't seen yet. Sean McVay, yep. Sean McVay had the upper hand mm-hmm. for all of last year. Now people are going to catch him a little bit. Also, mm-hmm. though, what's Todd Gurley's knee? What's the status? Totally. Is Cooper Cup as explosive coming off ACL surgery? Does the offense work if everybody's not at full strength? And then the, one of the most important factors to me, Jared Goff was Mr. Bust. Then Mr. Golden Boy, and now he got paid. We've seen many guys get paid and not be hungry anymore. Is he still hungry? That's what I want to know. Uh, a couple other lines that I thought were big lines, not necessarily wrong, but just big. Uh, the Eagles are the biggest line of the weekend, minus 10 over the Washington Redskins. And then Seattle, minus 9.5 over Cincinnati. Uh, the Eagles one, to me, is surprisingly large because you do have yet another injury you know, ending season-ending injury to Carson Wentz. He's coming back off of that. No question that that people look at Washington and they think they're in the tank. They're a bottom five team in the NFL and all that, and they probably are. But I just think that sometimes week one, like you said, it's such a kind of a surprise thing. Like if this if this was even a week four game, I probably wouldn't balk at that. But I could see Washington jumping up there and maybe you know being a surprise and is is. Is Dwayne Haskins starting? Is he going to start? Ah, dude, Mr. Electricity. Who? Case Keenum. Oh, yeah, Case. Oh, yes, it's so exciting. It's just so... Uh, it's too much. Stop. Why no, no, can't no, no, the no, Vikings no, no, no. just have him? Of The NFL is all about economics, bro. I want Case Keenum for $6 million, not Kirk Cousins for eighty-six. Give me Case Keenum so that we can re-sign everybody else and sign anybody else. Everything I ever needed to know about Case Keenum, and I loved Case Keenum coming out of Houston. All-time leading passer in the history of NCAA football in terms of yardage, okay? And I'm like, why can't this guy get more looks? Why can't he get... And I was watching a Vikings game in which he threw a touchdown. And this is where they were doing some of those, you know, flash dances on the internet or whatever. You'd have a freeze frame thing or whatever. 
And he went to celebrate with his team and looked like a child who'd been invited to play for the varsity and then went and stood frozen in the end zone with all the teammates. But then all the teammates unfroze in a normal amount of time that you're supposed to and just left. And he was there not knowing that the celebration had ended and looked like exactly what he is, which is is an upstart kid who's got no shot. Well, okay. Like, so he looked like he won a contest and got to play an NFL football game. Not in terms of the way he played. His play, he's a, he's a, he's a decent quarterback. But in just in terms of like his ability to be a cool, awesome quarterback, no. Nah, no. Nah, can't be it. Can't, isn't that. We were talking today, who's cool? Listen, guys, who's cool? Yeah. Not cool. He's he is cool, cool, though. No, That's the whole thing. That's why he's been able to hang in the league. No, no, no. He's been able to hang because he's pretty good. If he was cool, he'd be in Minnesota. Ah. The point of the story is that Case Keenum on the Vikings is great. Case Keenum on the Broncos is a huge concern. And Case Keenum on the Redskins means you're the worst team in the league. Quick break. We're going to keep going. More NFL stuff. We'll talk about the Osprey, too, next. Alpine Touch has been part of the fabric of Montana for more than 60 years. Decades ago, Russell Street started selling his Touch of Magic in Whitefish. Years later, Alpine Touch's all-purpose seasoning remains a favorite. It's tailgating season, and there's no better way to spice up your grill before a Grizz game than with Alpine Touch. Go to alpinetouch.com now and use the checkout code ESPN10 for a 10% discount on your order. Alpine Touch is here to keep your mouth watering all football season. Alpine Touch, Montana's special spice. You know, guests, the Wingate by Wyndham is the Missoula Hotel that truly offers something for everybody. No doubt. It's conveniently located near the airport, easy for when your friends come to visit you. And you know, of course, my favorite, water slides. That's right. they got an awesome water park with a sweet water slide that's perfect for families, groups, and birthday parties. With the Wingate, they also have a terrific business travel rate, large meeting spaces for you and your clients, and one of the best rewards programs you'll find anywhere. Talk to me about breakfast. They're not messing around with the Continental. They got the full breakfast spread, man. That's what I'm talking about. I need that. They got you covered there as well. Just down the road from the Missoula Airport, the location is quiet and convenient. The parking is ample and free, and the staff genuinely cares about taking care of their guests. The Wingate is at 5252 Airway Boulevard. You can also call. Very simple, easily memorizable number, 541-8000. That's 541-8000. The best hotel at the best spot for a hotel near the airport. Let the Wingate by Wyndham in Missoula make you feel at home, even when you're not. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. Good afternoon. Ryan Tutel, Colton Juan is ESPN Sports Center. There will be no postseason for the Missoula Osprey. The O's came up just short in the race for the second half Pioneer League North title as they fell in the first half of the season as well. Missoula lost 5-2 to the Billings Mustangs last night, handing their hosts the second straight second half North Division title, and that marks the fifth trip to the postseason in the last six years for Billings. Missoula and the Mustangs play two more games tonight and tomorrow to finish up the regular season, and Billings will play Idaho Falls in their first series of the playoffs next week. Park County High football program will forfeit the remainder of the 2019 season due to a lack of enrollment in the football program. Livingston was down to just 15 players as of last Friday's 55-0 loss to Lewistown. The Rangers were scheduled to play tonight against Class A Sydney in a non-conference matchup. And uh, Friday Night Lights, though, is commencing tonight for the first time in the month of September. Games already underway, including the Hellgate Knights playing the Billing, Billing Skyview. Hellgate up 16 to nothing at half. Hellgate had 245 yards of offense in the first half. Raleigh Wooster responsible for 243 of them. That's pretty good. Also, 
Loyola on the road at Fairfield in a rematch of last year's state championship game. Fairfield won that game 30-13. to Sunday. Cannot wait. Cannot dig nab wait. It is Tutel Nuanas, 102.9 ESPN Radio. Broadcasting from the Kurtz Polaris Studios. Kurtz Polaris is at 2904 West Broadway in Missoula, Highway 83 in Sealy. Online at KurtzPolaris.com. You can find us on the World Wide Web, 102.9 ESPN.com. There you can listen live to the stream anytime you want to. The stream is available thanks to Opportunity Bank. Your local bank, your opportunity. Um, yes, I got to ask you about something real quick. Okay. Before we get back into our NFL conversation. Okay. This is really funny. You're oh. going to find great joy in this. I'm, I'm already happy. Okay, so the world has evolved now where when albums come out, they just drop onto, I guess, formerly iTunes, which Tommy came into the office today looking for, yesterday looking for you. iTunes is officially gone, but maybe it's not. Nobody knows. According to Tommy, it actually is really officially gone. Anyway, it's released in a digital form somewhere on the internet. Right. And so now, you know, everybody can see the, the charts, as they used to be called, in real time, right? So, like, when you have a release... It's just based on listens as opposed to, like, reviews or something like this? Right, right. And downloads and stuff like that. So yeah. then you can see, well, who's the most downloaded person? Yeah, right. And right. that basically determines exactly what the Billboard Top 200 is what it used to be. Right, and I'm right, sure it's right. still the same, whatever. So, Tool... You've been listening to Tool's new album. Yep. Tool, that's their first album in, I believe, 13, 13 years, mm-hmm. right? So <laughs> there's a trend on Twitter of all these hardcore Taylor Swift fans that are mostly not old enough to remember Tool <laughs> when they were around. No idea. And they're all freaking out on Twitter. Who is Tool? What is this demonic music? The songs are 13 minutes long. How? What is happening to the music world? And Tool is obviously because of their cult following and just because of just how much they're respected and revered in the music world. They've overtaken Taylor Swift and other pop artists. And yeah. the, the Twitter trends, if you want to have yourself a good belly laugh, go read the Tool Taylor Swift. People. Man, why does that not just surprise me in the least bit? It's 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 interesting too because it is the children and I mean that that are setting the the music you know directives the marching orders at large because they're the ones with all of the time to be in there hanging out on the internet downloading the things keep streaming girls this band Tool is dropping a new album after 13 years lol <laughs> we still have a chance stream on. <laughs> Apparently, they were really big back in the 90s. Ha ha. A comeback 13 years later. Oh, my God. The length of each song makes me shook. <laughs> the length of each song makes me shook. That's That right there is, uh, that to me, you know, you see the signs of the apocalypse nine times a day, Coulter. That's one of them for me right there. That sentence. <laughs> All right, uh, can we talk some more NFL football, Coulter? Because that makes me feel like maybe the apocalypse isn't imminent, you know? Maybe that's why I like football. It makes me believe that the history of the world will last longer than other people think. <laughs> because 
the Chargers have to play Indianapolis on Sunday. It has to happen. I don't care. This if we ranked our our games that that are just the absolute don't care about them, this might win my week. The really? Colts Chargers game. Really? Do not care. Why? I both teams are just so bleh to me. Don't you love Philip the dad though? He's like your NFL peer. I do. Look, man. He drives the, a minivan. He's got 90 kids. No, 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 no. No, no, he, no. He drives, he drives an NFL quarterback's version of your minivan. Correct. <laughs> and by the way, he doesn't drive it. Right. He has no, a driver no. so that he can do film on the commute from San Diego to Los Angeles, which I understand is quite the commute, uh, particularly depending on the time of day. Uh, anyway, um, no, uh, uh, I don't care about either of these teams at all. And uh, really? and I don't care about this game at all. And the only reason I included it here with the Chargers as six and a half point favorites is because what I want to know is what would this number be if Andrew Luck were playing quarterback? Like, how much does he matter to this team? I the Chargers think... would still be favored, wouldn't they? At home? No. The, where is the game? It's in it's, LA. It's in LA. Yeah, I think they'd still be favored. But it'd be probably two and, and a half. One, you know, two and a half. You think? Yeah. So four points. Yeah, Andrew looks good for four points. NFL lines are so funny, man. They are fickle, aren't they? Well, they're just. They, I mean, a, a ten point line in the NFL is just gigantic. Huge. Whereas in the in the college football, like we 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 have our new big sky big sky gambler betting lines on SkylineSportsMT.com. Go check them out. Sam Lewis doing a good job breaking down the games, giving you his best picks. But like the the. Spread in the Idaho State Western Colorado game last night was 37 and a half. Yep. ISU goes out and gets a 38 14 win and loses everybody money because <laughs> they don't even come close to cover it. This is so funny because now these NFL games, you get it's you have to adjust the way that you think about this stuff, right? Because four points in an NFL spread is 14 points, yes, in a college spread, but it, it makes sense, right? Because you're talking about relatively equitable spread of the elite of the elite of the elite. And so it shortens the margins for error so much thinner in the NFL. Colts are plus three, according to our uh, resident Chargers expert, Sean Rainey. The Colts the Colts are plus three? He said the Colts were plus three before. Oh, it opened well, it plus opened three. Okay, luck. oh, before luck went down. Yeah. So it's moved three and a half points then, because they're now plus six, point, six and a half. Okay. Rainey, I'm waiting for your counter proposal. by the way, on the uh, fantasy trade. Um, all right, uh, Colt, let's move on to some other games. Dallas minus seven versus the New York Giants. Um, I, I like Dallas to win this game. They are the better football team, but I think that the Giants are actually poised to have a better season than they did last year. And I think okay. the Cowboys are poised to have a worse <laughs> season than they did last year. So if you think the Redskins and the Giants are going to be better no, 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 and no, no, or no, no. good, no. who's going to be bad? Not Washington. Well, you said that this team might be able to put something together. You said that. In, in, in the first week, in in game one against the Eagles to cover a 10-point spread. No, I think the Was- I think Washington's terrible. I think they're a bottom-five team in the NFL. I think that there's only three teams in the NFC that have no chance to make the playoffs. The Redskins, the, the Giants, and the Bucks. The, I would not include the Bucks in that list. Absolutely not. Okay. I'm, I'm a believer in the in the what do they call that? Yeah, what, what's, the, what's their ceiling? Third in the South. What's the Bucks' ceiling in the division they're in? How do they not finish last in that division hmm? by winning? How are they better than the Falcons? 
I, I hate the Falcons. You know <laughs> I know, but that that's your them. bias coming into but, your but, projection. Are they objectively better than the Falcons? No, they're not. You yeah. can hate Matt Ryan all you want. He's better than anything the Bucks got. Bruce Arians is the best player on either team. I get it, but, I mean, the Falcons are actually not. The Falcons are pretty good. Falcons are okay. The Carolina Panthers, we both like, but there's certainly room for them to be not that good. The only sure thing to me in there is the New Orleans Saints. It's the only thing. Yeah, but all those teams are real playoff contenders. Look, man, do I think if you're going to ask me if I think the Bucks are going to make the playoffs, the answer is no. But you said the only thing that you know is that the Bucks are certainly not going to. I wouldn't put their percentage at zero. <laughs> really? I would put it at ten percent. Oh man. Okay. Who has a better chance to make the playoffs, the Bucks or the Lions? The Bucks. Okay. The Lions or the Cardinals? The Cardinals. The Lions or the Giants? The Lions. Uh, no, the Giants. The, the, wow. The, the, Lions, the Lions might be the worst team. They might be 32. See, I think that the Lions are better than the Bucks, the Cardinals, the Giants, or the Redskins. They are. They might be better than the Redskins. They're better than the Redskins. They're, they're, they're not good. They're, they are, in fact, awful. I'm going to laugh so hard when Green Bay loses in Detroit this year. Not me. I'll cry. Um... <laughs> Here's one where I like the upset a little bit, and I thought this number would be bigger, but Kansas City is a three and a half point favorite against Jacksonville. Uh, I got to see where this game's being played. Uh, I'll try and check on that real quick. But Kansas City comes in with all this fanfare, and it's well deserved. And we know what Patrick Mahomes is, and I'm a hundred percent all in on Patrick Mahomes. This is not like oh he's coming back to earth or anything like that from me. I love Patrick Mahomes. I think Andy Reid's great. I think their offense is great. I think they're a very good football team. I think Jacksonville is much better this year than what they were last year. And I think that in a week one game that they are feeling the disrespect of, you know, oh, Kansas City is just going to come in here and do business and say thank you very much and leave, and that's going to be that and no chance at all. I think Jacksonville is actually a good football team, and I think in the first week of the season that they could surprise the Kansas City Chiefs and win this football game outright. Uh, yesterday at practice, Cam Robinson, starting left tackle for the Jacksonville Jaguars, went down with a non-contact knee injury. He is p- likely out. Kansas City will win by 45. <laughs> the, the, the game's in Jacksonville, by the way. The uh, other game... Oh, go ahead. I, I agree that... It Jack- is in Jacksonville. So, yeah, I mean, I'll, okay. I like Jacksonville. Nick Foles plays with the confidence that is superior to his actual abilities. His abilities are good. His confidence is phenomenal. I think that rubs off on people, especially if you cater to him running the ball. To me, the Jaguars, I think that they – I think one thing that we really underrate, in, in, especially in the NFL, is we talk about leadership and who's the leaders and who's the captains and all that in college so often. We don't talk about it in the NFL as much because I think we just think these guys are so expendable, especially on defense. It's just not the case. I thought that Jacksonville took a dip last year, one, because of Blake Bortles' putrid play – but also because of Paul Plesnowski's abrupt retirement. He was the heart and soul of their defense. They didn't have a leader after that. But they had a guy that was kind of stemming the tide in Telvin Smith. Well, guess what? He's out, too. He decided to take the year off for football. He might be done, period. He's one of the most productive inside linebackers in the NFL. Where do you get the leadership from? You would, they have Calais Campbell, for sure, one of the best leaders in the league. But you've got to have the dude who's going to tell Jalen Ramsey to shut his mouth when you need Jalen Ramsey to shut his mouth. Jalen Ramsey's... The way he yaps can be the best thing ever for you when you're setting the NFL record for sacks in a season and you're just absolutely just running a train on people with your defense. Mm-hmm. 
He's the worst thing you can have in your locker room when he's sitting there talking smack and you're losing. So I think they, they got to have somebody step up to be the guy to keep him in check, whether it's Clayus Campbell or otherwise. But I think the Jags. But when you are include people expect it. Marcel Darius and Miles Jack, is Miles Jack actually good though? Oh yes, Miles Jack is actually good. He, I mean, he's actually talented. Can he stay healthy? Has he stayed healthy for a full season of football? That is not what your question was. Miles, there is a difference between not being good and and getting hurt. He 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 had a horrific knee injury in college, which is why he fell right. to where he fell. He bounced back from that and was outstanding. Then was injured again, which happens. Miles Jack is actually elite. Miles Jack is a stallion amongst stallions. Well, they got to have him be elite because he's he, because why he's getting he's getting paid like an elite player. Well, he is, so they need him to be an elite player. Okay. He's going to be. He is. According to our producer, 16-game starter. There you go. Three years in a row. There so he is not injury-prone. He has played. Um, I thought he had been hurt, actually, in the, in the NFL. I, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, still, I'm still up in the air on the Jags. And I think, that, I think that the Chiefs are going to be really good again. But I think that Patrick Mahomes is going to struggle early. Not, but not, not catastrophically, totally. but just he's, he's, he's not going to throw six touchdowns. It's not five touchdowns a game, yes. And here, here's the thing. The Kansas City is better than Jacksonville, okay? Period. They're, they're a better football team. They're going to have a better record than the Jacksonville Jaguars when, when, you know, when week 17 rolls around. But in game one, week one in Jacksonville, I'm picking the Jags to win that football game. That's all I'm saying. Well, And there's also just such, there's such a key factor to... How do you manage all the distractions that you went through in the offseason? Right. Are the chief, I mean, if, if your offseason is filled with me against the world, we got to get back to where we once were, like the Jags. I think that you have a chance to be so good right out the gates because you've just had all this pressure on you, all this buildup. And now with the, the Chiefs, it's the opposite. You have to fulfill the potential that you had last year while also mitigating all the distractions that you went through the entire offseason. It's 2 and Wannis, 1029 ESPN Radio. We've got a couple more games that I wanted to talk about. We'll see if we get to them, but we are going to take a break, come back, and finish off with the Seattle Seahawks. The Seahawks playing the Cincinnati Bengals on Sunday. That game kicks off at 2. The pregame begins at noon right here on ESPN Radio, your official Seattle Seahawks uh, 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 affiliate all season long. Coulter, you need some place to stay, lay your head, wake up, have a great breakfast. Go to the Wingate by Wyndham Hotel. Some of the best business travel rates around, especially for qualified customers. A business traveler who's tired of rate increases any time of year, especially late in the summer, early in the fall. Wingate by Wyndham can help you all summer long and all year long. Wingate by Wyndham offers great year-round rates for corporate travelers with bonuses of extra Wyndham rewards points. If you're coming to or fro, Bozeman or Missoula, for the Grizz or Bobcat football games, check out the Wingate by Wyndham out there by the airport Give Alicia or Kim a call. They'll take care of you. 541-8000 today to learn more. Wingate by Wyndham in Missoula, making you feel at home even when you're not. Coulter, you and I have built our lives on communication. And one thing that people may not realize is Blackfoot. That is their bread and butter. And right now, they are spending a ton of time and money creating an incredible network of fiber optic cables across the state of Montana, a state that thank you very much could use some innovation and advancement in that way, right? You probably already know Blackfoot, a local partner for internet, voice, and professional services that fuel growing businesses like yours. 
Right now, Blackfoot is extending its fiber optic cable networks in Bozeman, St. Ignatius, and around the region. Yeah, like hundreds of miles of fiber optic cable. It's a stunning amount that they're putting in right now. Check out goblackfoot.com. You can click on the link if you're on Podbean or just copy the URL into your browser. Go see what they're up to. I think you'll be impressed when you find out all the things that Blackfoot does. Particularly in Bozeman. Bozeman, as you know, is booming right now. And Blackfoot, they got you all taken care of. How does fiber optics benefit your business? We're not quite sure, but Blackfoot sure does. Give them a call, 866-541-5000, or find them online at goblackfoot.com. To tell in Nuanes, listen to the podcast on the TuneIn Radio app or on iTunes, 1029ESPN.com. Oh, we are so very close to the weekend, and Coulter and I are in a dagnab great mood. Great to have all of you along. Hope you're having a wonderful day. As good as our day, we are broadcasting live from the Kurtz Polaris studios. Kurtz Polaris at 2904 West Broadway in Missoula, Highway 83 in Sealy. Online at KurtzPolaris.com. If you missed anything in the show, check it out on the podcast. The podcast available thanks to the Wingate by Wyndham Hotel. And uh, Coulter, just quickly, I wanted to say before we get into the Seahawks game, the uh, New England-Pittsburgh game is the first Sunday night game of the year. Uh, Pittsburgh is a five-and-a-half-point underdog in this game. No. The Patriots who are going to win the AFC East by six games this year, are going to lose straight up this game and be once again 2-2 two and two in the month of September like they are every single year. How do you not figure this out on the books to make the, the Pittsburgh Steelers with James Conner and Juju Smith-Schuster and Ben Roethlisberger and Mike Tomlin going up against the got-to-creak-myself-out-of-bed 100-year-old Tom Brady and work into my system five-and-a-half points? That's insane. There we go. Hold on. We got to turn that up again now. You know what I mean? There we go. There we go. That was your Burn Street Bistro Burn of the Week. Get him on it two times. Get him on it two times. You know what I'm saying? That's what we got to do. Okay. Coulter, the uh, huge number. The Seattle Seattle. The, the close, other than the Eagles game, this is the biggest number on the board. Nine and a half point favorite over the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, you know that I think Joe Mixon's maybe the best player in the history of football. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Come on now. See, you overblow this about me so much because I like Joe Mixon. He's you. You are wrong about him. I'm not. That, I'm the one who's I'm right not. about him. No, you're not. I'm not. When you gotta have at least three, maybe four years of sustained success for me to actually believe you're elite. Joe Mixon and David. He's only Johnson. been in the league for two years. How's Joe, he supposed David, to have? Joe that? Mixon and David Johnson still have a lot to prove to so, me. So Saquon Barkley's not elite. Saquon Barkley's not human. So okay, so just one year. Saquon Barkley's a different. Saquon, no, no, he, no, Saquon, he, he is because Saquon Barkley and Zeke Elliott are transcendent talents. Those guys were straight up top five running backs the day they stepped in the league. Those other two guys have to prove it. No. They got to prove it. Christian McCaffrey's similar age to those two guys. He's proved it more than they have. He has. Christian McCaffrey is a better running back than Joe Mixon. Is I, I agree. Okay, but I never. I, I'm not arguing that point. I just think that you think I think that Joe Mixon and David Johnson are way more like Melvin Gordon than they are like the actual elite guys. Uh, no, David Johnson first of all is better than Joe Mixon, but Joe Mixon is he though? Yes. Are either of them actually good? <laughs> you're gonna you're just gonna make you're just gonna make my head hurt. 
They're good. They're just not elite. Let me ask you this. Where did, in 10 years, will you even know who David Where did Johnson David was? Johnson rank in rushing last year, individual rushing? I have no idea. Had a, had a bad year, right? Yeah. Ninth. Great. Stats are for losers. And they lost a lot. They lost a ton. Not because of him. Okay. I just, I, I, just I, 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 I remain on the outside. The Seahawks are nine and a half point favorites. They're going to cover that number on Sunday? Yes. Bengals are terrible. DK Metcalf claims to be 100% is, is waxing himself Wolverine because of his quick recovery from a scope in his knee. 100% expects to play. Chris Carson ran for 1,150 yards in only 14 games last year. Nobody cares about him. The number one rushing team in the NFL from a year ago. Nobody cares about them. Overrated defense that just ain't. They're a top 10 defense again a year ago. Nobody thought twice about it because they lost the Legion of Boom. Seahawks are legit good, and they are going to make a run. I believe this now. Before the season starts for them, the NFC West. I really think they can put the Rams in their sights. We shall see. Sunday, we'll have the game for you at noon. Tomorrow, boys and girls, come down to the uh, tailgate party. Across from the Eastgate Shopping Center, adjacent to the Walking Bridge, we'll have pizza, drinks, fun, apparel, and uh, two-tell nuanas. ESPN College Game Day on the air at 5 tomorrow. Have a great, great football weekend. Enjoy the games. Hey folks, Ryan Tutel here. Whether you're traveling to Missoula for business, a family visit, or to watch the Grizz game, the Wingate wants to be your home away from home. Call the Wingate to find out how we can take care of your next trip to Missoula. From conference rooms to great complimentary breakfast to an indoor water park, we have what you need and what you want when traveling. The Wingate of Missoula is a proud supporter of Grizzly and Lady Grizz Athletics, and we look forward to making you feel at home when you're not. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.